Make it look easy with Sportsbet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. G'day, A.B. Elliott and producer Luke here as well. I made the ultimate mistake the other week. I accidentally got something delivered to my old work <laughs> in Brisbane. <laughs> I know, spewing. Why are you telling me about this now, weeks later? Oh, because I've been trying to resolve it, oh. basically. I've been like, hey, um, oh, it's a press thing. Can you guys send it up? And they're like, oh, it's really expensive to send it up. You might just have to come and collect it. What was it? I bought that that new like trendy soda stream machine. Such a wanker. My soda oh. stream actually broke, to be fair, so it was like fate. So you don't I need a, a soda. One. What is a soda stream? Make soda water. We drink soda water every day oh, in our house. This is, we should save this for another day. Let's have a soda water chat with Queensland. You because won't get my family. But the fun police, their ears have just pricked up. They're on the job. <laughs> the badge is Spicy on. Spicy water is the best water. Oh, you are kidding yourself. Is it? It's really popular, isn't it? A lot of people are drinking we sparkling are water. We are going at the yeah. to war with soda water. We got space tomorrow? Yeah, probably. Okay, let's Mate. make that happen. Come disgrace. On. It's drinking a burp anyway. Let's save that for another day. <laughs> save that for another day. Well, Why? I bought this machine because yeah. mine broke and also it's a lot trendier than the normal soda streams. Oh, I meant to ask you all day and now's the time. I forgot all about it. Why are you dressed fancy today? You got you got the blazer on. I'm just wearing a blazer. That is simply No, but yesterday you wore your, you know, your dishevelled polka dot dress. So it was a big change for me. I don't like big changes. What polka dot You know, dot your dress? Dr. Zeus dress. So you look like the spotty thing at the zoo. <laughs> you know exactly oh, the no, dress I mean. The, the hungry, hungry caterpillar, caterpillar, caterpillar dress. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> to go from this to it's that. It's the little things you notice. It's so lovely. <laughs> I assume you had a job interview. How'd it go? Yeah, thank you. I'm yeah. a corporate person now. All right, peace. No, I just get a bit cold in this office, so I was like, I'm going to bring a jacket in. Yeah, we're a, a station jumper. Are you above the station? I don't know where mine is. I had to send mine to Gordon Tallis, remember, and there isn't any left. You didn't have to. Gordon said he he'd like me one. If he could have so it. instead of getting a new one, you got your worn one. What was that? My earring just fell off. Oh. I'm falling apart. <laughs> Maybe you should have worn that dress. What a mess. <laughs> I need a thing for next year while we're here. A hobby? Okay. Yeah. Meth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're on your way. It's the addictive personality. Yeah, but I don't do any other hard drugs at the moment. Yes, so it'd be a big jump at the moment. Yeah. Well, no, I don't. <sighs> Just currently. Previously. For now. Okay, right. Uh, <laughs> Oh, no. I know, pickleball. Everyone's into pickleball. No, 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 no. Like, I've, I've got plenty of sport, I feel right. like, involved. I need... Actually, I, saw, I sent an email to one of the rugby league clubs here. I'd like to start coaching. Yeah, that oh, is okay. unexpected from you. Well, I can't play anymore. My body won't like it as much as my brain says that But you're going to box. You will, like... <laughs> I don't know. Bo- boxing is actually, I find, easier physically than footy because, like, my, my big issues are knees and back and whatever, mm. which get hit and tackles and whatever, where in boxing I can manage it. You still need to be agile, though. Not really. I throw these hands. You don't need to move. You know what I mean? It's like two bricks just smashing. Okay. <laughs> right I told. Hey, I said to Queensland, I'll fight anyone this week. How many people have turned up, said they're willing to? No one. No one, because they're scared. Anyway, that's not the point. Because you'll cop out of it, like always. <laughs> it, okay, hobbies, what? knitting. No, like what a real club? person, not not boring stuff. What kind of what kind of things do you want to do? I don't know. This is why I came to you. Fight club. Yeah, I'd do that. 
No, well, you're already doing no the sport. boxing. I had a talking to from a unnamed boss over the last few days, just saying, "Oh, you know, with your boxing, you're starting sparring." And because I came, I wish I had a black eye the other day. I just had a sore cheek. Mm. He said, "Oh, if you're going to show up with marks, you maybe need to pull up from that." I'm like, "It's a visual. It's an audio Who medium." Said that to you? I can't say Blair. that. No, <laughs> if he's no, I would never say that it was our big boss Blair. But he doesn't care enough. <laughs> He'd be happy. He was one of the people that punched He's me. like, finally. Yeah. Someone needed to clock him in the face. But if I was to do rugby league coaching, I seriously don't know whether I'd want to do juniors or seniors because I don't know how I feel about children. Oh, I thought you loved kids. Kids love me. Oh. I thought you hated kids, but then you've since said you love kids. No, I don't hate. I've never, ever said I hate kids. You made up that narrative. No, I didn't want to. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I never said I hate children. There's some that annoy the shit out of me, yeah, but... Kids love me. Coaching would be great. Yeah. Are you going to cut up orange slices every Saturday? No, that's the producer's job, aka team manager. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not getting yeah. in on this. Congrats, Luke. Oh, you're assistant also a coach. coach. I've got way too much going on. What are you doing a weekend besides going for a run and posting it on Instagram? Yeah, not going to junior rugby dogs. league. I think you'd be good. No, I'd hate it. I don't understand rugby league to begin That's with. That's why you're the orange cutter. Are you going to watch a ton of, like, coach movies to get inspired? Remember, like, the, remember Titans? the Titans? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that one the other day that you said was cringe. Oh, so bad. With, um, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson in it. Champions, I think it was yeah, called. Yeah, we started on board already. Oh, so bad. What's another good coach? Coach Carter? <sighs> See, that's one that I think is a little bit overrated. Mighty Ducks? Yeah, very good. Quack. Are you going to come up with a call for your team and they're going to be a group of misfits and you're going to join them together with a bit of tough love but also kindness that they've never seen? I hope they're misfits because you're a misfit. I'll take offence to that. It's a bit true. Hey, I'm a misfit. Fit everywhere. I literally live everywhere and I fit. I'm like, I'm a puzzle piece is what I am. (laughs) I'm the centre of a puzzle. I'm the puzzle piece. I'm the last piece everyone's looking for. You're a great movie character, the grumpy guy that's not very old but hates people and then he warms at the end. You're the old man from Up. Yeah. I was was thinking, what's the movie that you got me on recently? He reminds me of me a little bit. Uh, My name is Otto or... Oh, yeah, the old man. Yeah. The man named Otto. Yeah, whatever it was. I like that movie. Gosh, that's sad. What's that? That is you. Oh, it's a brilliant film. At least he, like, went to war and had his... Something bad happened to him to have justified the grumpiness. Yeah, but Yours he, he just, got happy again. You were just already grumpy, <laughs> despite yeah. no trauma. I don't know why I'm grumpy. I just wake up every morning. It's not a choice. <laughs> and it's not even like sad grumpy. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I should look after my mental health grumpy. It's just... Yeah. It's just long-term grumpiness. Yeah, like, it's it just is. a state of mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like it. You're sure I am. I almost like it for you because then I feel like I'm more positive by of a person even when I'm in grumpy mood because I'm still always going to be more positive than you. And it's consistent. Yeah, true. Look, I, I think your, your positivity kind of compensates for Elliot. Really? Yeah. And you're very much you, you in the kinda, middle. You kind of overdo it sometimes. So you're too yeah, positive. Yeah, you're 120% positive. Yeah. You're like an ad. I'm definitely an optimist. I try to be a pessimist sometimes. I just can't. You're pretty good. You have like these random waves of you're either, oh my God, everything's amazing. This is the best looking sponge I've ever seen. Or, (laughs) oh my God, my life sucks. Everything I do is awful. I hate it. Where do you think I am today? 
In between. Yeah. You've had actually a couple of waves of both, but it's okay. Very mid. That's just enjoying the ride. Another reason I won't go on a road trip with you ever. <laughs> Radio show today. Just Luke, what do you got? Be careful what you wish for once again. I didn't wish for it, did I? I just said I won't do it. Anyway. A lot of stuff yep. today. So you're too. not going to tell us. I don't have a run Chad Wicker, great Queensland That's comedian, right. once fired on Triple M, and now he's back with us because we love retribution stories. <laughs> we told kids why they should have 40 roll-ups every day and no other food. Uh, the AI world is taking over Triple M music. Yeah. Gus Wallace. Oh, my God. Someone who objected at a wedding that wasn't a person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then one of our listeners got pulled over by the coppers. I wish that was a lie. Have a great night. You'll hear it all on the podcast. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> this is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Now, the Sydney Comedy Festival Showcase Tour is uh, on the way. It's actually coming to Mackay, Townsville and Cairns. If you're in North Queensland, you're in for a treat in the next few days. The lineup: some outstanding comedians. Peter James, a gen I've seen before. I think he's only 23. He's achieved more in his lifetime than we could ever oh, hope to. So Almost damn talented. Double his age in your case. Uh, Annie Boyle, John Crookshank. And joining us this afternoon is a gentleman that was actually part of the Triple M family and like a good relationship. You have a little nap from each other, a little break, and then you're back in love once again. Mr. Shad Wicker. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, mates. Oh, well, such a nice way to put it. Uh, I was it trying wasn't to be that nice. <laughs> delicate. Shad, one of Queensland's great comedians. Uh, for anyone that's ever had the opportunity to maybe see him in Brisbane or even in Cairns before, knows he is a super talent. You're on the road, mate. Can you tell us about a couple of the legends you're taking with you? Oh, mate, I'll tell you what, you've kind of nailed it there. John Crookshank, who we're doing the show with, is probably, hands down, one of the most unique acts in the world right now. Sorry, there's a guy on a scooter riding past. I'm in the strangest location right now um, trying to do this interview. The only place I could get reception, I'm just being completely honest, is uh, me standing at a swing set in a local park. Just an adult man at a swing set with children. Stand, well, actually, it's it's even grimmer than that. There's no one else in this park. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that might end badly for you, I suspect. But, um, yeah, mate, this show's going to be great going across uh, my favourite place to perform, Mackay, Townsville and uh, Cairns. But if I was going to say a highlight, it has to be John Crookshank. This guy's been touring around. He opens with some of the biggest in the world that come down to, down under, and uh, you don't want to miss him. He's pretty out there. Now, Shad, you've obviously got a relationship with Peter. You guys do shows together as well. I mean, we talk to musicians on this show all the time, and they say that it's not like it used to be. People don't get drunk on their tours. They don't get messy. They're all having their kombuchas and going to bed at 7.30 and putting eye masks on. Is it the same in the comedy world, or are you still very depraved? <laughs> uh, oh, look, I'd say Pete and I are probably keeping that method still strong. <laughs> 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 mate, the people are getting it. You're right. It is. It's get, it's wokeness gone mad, mate. That's what I'd love to sit here and tell you. There's still a few pissheads on this tour. I mean, uh, I will say, not to bring him up one more time, but um, Crookshank definitely will know some of Townsville's finest. Uh, I mean, probably not the most reputable sources for entertainment, but he'll find a number while we're in Townsville, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I've... I've <laughs> <laughs> and you wonder why you oh, are with dear. us anymore. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've always wanted to ask a comedian this, and because you and I know each other, I know you won't get offended, and it, it fascinates me. Can you, and we're going to have to censor this on the go, can you tell me what a chuckle f***er is? <laughs> is that like a groupie? <laughs> I think worse. Mate, Ed, I used to do radio. I took over your radio job yes, in town. did a great job. And I've got to say, for you to ask me what a chuckle f- is, yes. mate, 
Oh, half the women I met on Tinder knew you somehow, Ellie Lovejoy. So <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I used to call it the six degrees of, of Elliot. <laughs> That's what it used to be across Southern North Queensland. That's fair. That's fair. Like the accountant. That I, I don't want to tell the accountant story, but there was a girlfriend with a boyfriend. Anyway, um, <laughs> the chuckle... Whatever. Yeah, look, they're like, look, they're just. I like to call them fans. Okay. Uh, fans <laughs> that sleep with the act. But it's yeah, it's mm. look. I mean, Musos probably have it more of a, a great, great rock star stories, but mm. it doesn't often happen for a comedian. All right, the men and women <laughs> on a comedian circuit, it works. To be honest, and you yeah. might attest this, uh, AB. It's probably, it's much better for the men, I'm going to admit. I think fellas have a much easier ride when it comes to people being a bit friendly after shows. Yeah. Whereas, you know, for women, the the goods that they encounter after a show are quite odd. (laughs) Comedyshowcase.com.au if you'd like to head along to any of these gigs. Uh, Again, some of the acts uh, on the lineup. You've got your Shadwicker, your Cameron James, your Peter James, John Crookshank, Annie Boyle and a whole heap more in Mackay, Townsville and Kansas as well. Again, comedyshowcase.com.au. Shad Wicker, really appreciate your time, brother. Thanks for joining us on the Rush Hour. Oh, always a pleasure, guys. Never a chore. Live across Queensland, live on the listener app to Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. I go to a lot of weddings. I'm at that age. I reckon I've been to maybe 25 in the last three years. And I can almost word for word say what the celebrant or priest or officiating person has on their script every single wedding. One thing that I've noticed, though, that is definitely not an Australian thing and very, very much an American movie thing that we grew up to think would be the case Mm -hmm. is the lack of a particular phrase. And that one is, in full, should anyone present know of any reason that this couple should not be joined in holy matrimony, speak now or forever hold your peace. And I went to a wedding on Friday. Obviously, that wasn't used by the celebrant. And then I went on a big, deep dive to figure out the origins of said phrase. It was first published in 1549 in the Book of Common Prayer, and it provided guidelines for religious services such as weddings. So back in the day, that phrase was readily used. And that's why movies often feature it as a plot line. I mean, that's everyone knows the classic Hollywood romantic comedy where the bride is marrying someone she's not meant to, and then this happens. Shrek and Fiona. Shrek is you knew immediately. (laughs) I just want to put it out there because surely in the history of Australia, there has been a wedding where that phrase was featured and someone has objected or someone has just objected the wedding in general. I mean, we've all been at weddings, for instance, where you've thought about objecting, but not necessarily done it. One triple three five three. Have you ever witnessed someone objecting at a wedding? Give us a call. We're not going to get anyone. Well, I was going to say. None of the weddings I've been to have had this or had an objection. Reached before. This is the ultimate stretch. Even if it happened to a friend of a friend. Yeah, I'd love to find a story too. Again, that number, 13353. I feel like we've all been to weddings where we wished that we had. I'll never forget it. A good mate of mine married an absolute trollop of a woman. Uh, Just. (laughs) 
from the outset, it was doomed. They weren't a good fit. We obviously couldn't tell him that because his heart was set on her. Would you believe it? Not even a year later, they were split. They were over. I, I wish I'd objected. However, I don't know one triple three five three as much as I'd love to if we'll find a case of this ever happening in Australia, let alone in Queensland. Mate, if someone's done it out there in Queensland, yep. firstly, I will buy you a beer. Oh, But even if it wasn't you, if it's just like a, a story you've heard in your family, I don't mm. care. I need the juice. We've had a chaotic couple of minutes, Luke. Yes, we have. Um, I did have a caller. Yeah, let's um, not name him. We won't name him. Yep. Do you want me to tell you where he's from? No. Okay. Uh, that up uh, you too. know what? I'm going to guess. Can I guess? No, don't guess, no, even. Uh, yeah, just because no. the most crazy stories come out of this place. Yeah, but this person just got in trouble, which is why he's not yes. on the phone to us. I'm right, fair. This person, unfortunately, got pulled over by the police. Correct. And I don't think... <laughs> For objecting was, at the wedding, it's no, a crime. Yeah. Anyway, he, he's not with us. That's okay. He, he is not here with Wait, us. he's but, alive. Well, I mean, he's, he's talking to the coppers. <laughs> okay, so the story I just got told on the yep. phone by this 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 fellow, this um, he had apparently been in love with this woman for a very, 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 very long time. Yep. Somehow managed to maintain a good enough friendship with her mm. that he got invited to the wedding. I hate when people do that. Don't invite your exes. Send well, them I don't to the know island if they were I don't know if they, he was an ex. He was just in love with her. Oh, okay, okay, right, all right. So he's gone to the wedding, and as you know, they don't say the object now or will have forever. Mm. So I think he waited to the point where the celebrant was about to pronounce them husband <laughs> and wife, oh, no. and he stood up and said, I don't think you should marry this guy. Uh, I've been in love with you forever. <laughs> oh, FYI, also, he's cheating on you. Did he make that up or that was no? Okay. No, no. And Just throw it in there. Anyway, deal. <laughs> they end. The couple ended up getting married. Things were a bit weird. Um, <laughs> he doesn't talk to the the, the bride, um, and then six months later, the couple broke up. But he hasn't put been put back in contact with this woman. So I went. And, so I asked him. I yeah. said, and then he got Did you try over. and <laughs> did you try and swoop in? Yeah. On her, and he goes, No, she actually blamed him for the, oh, for, for the marriage. Oh. Yeah, Look, breaking up. Okay. Yeah. I said I want the ob- objecting <laughs> stories, but at the same time, weddings are bloody expensive. You put months of organisation into it. Can you just quietly tell me at the engagement party that my husband's cheating on me or something, and that you love me, so I can think about it then, rather than paying mm. exorbitant amounts yes. for catering. For having all of your wedding friends and whatever yes. to have this awkward decision. <sighs> anyway, I love that it happened, but at the same time, very inconvenient. It makes a great movie, and we hope our mate and the coppers resolve. Damn, I wish we. I wish he told us that. Now it feels like we made it. Don't up. use your phone and drive, people. Yeah, That's true. a fact. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. We were talking about objecting at weddings this last sort of ten minutes or so. Yeah, I have gone to so many weddings before. I've never seen the process of anybody, any like celebrant or priest, utter those. That phrase, if anyone objects to marriage, speak now or forever hold your peace. It's just not a thing that happens in Australia, apparently. Maybe we were wrong, though, mm-hmm. because on 13353, we've asked people to call in. Do you object at weddings? Have you objected at a wedding? Have you witnessed someone objecting at a wedding? And we had a caller before. They unfortunately got arrested by the police for being on their phone. Okay, not arrested. Don't advise. Over. Yes. <laughs> but we have managed to get someone else to call in now. Heading to Cairns Dom on 13353. Tell us the story. 
Yeah, guys. So I'm 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 not um, I'm pulled over, so all good there. I'm not going to get hands free. Yep, great. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I've taken him off hands free even. Um, so this is going back in the mid '80s. My uh, second eldest sister got married, and we were at a church in Brisbane. I I think it was Oxley or somewhere like that, and uh, it got to the point where the the priest, very Catholic family, Catholic wedding, both Catholics. Um, and the priest was up there doing the thing, and uh, all of a sudden, a German shepherd wandered in the back of the church. And that it's at the point where he, where he was saying a prayer of some description, saying, and he said, literally said the words, "The Lord is my shepherd." Blah blah blah. And then this dog sort of runs up the middle of the aisle, up right up to the priest, and everybody was sort of like, "What the hell?" Anyway, we sort of ushered the dog out, and it's running back and forwards across the aisles, talk, you know, laughing at people and you know, smiling, and everybody's giving it a pat, and we're trying to get shoo it out church and no, I didn't want to go. As soon as he got to the part with the bowels, they don't I don't remember him actually asking, does anybody object? But he started to say, you know, well, you know, by the with God as my witness and all this sort of stuff, I'm about to and then all of a sudden this dog came back running up and barking like crazy, like you have got no idea. Just barking, barking, barking. And everybody thought it was a big joke and so someone grabbed it by the collar, tried to lead it out. Nut, the dog had different ideas, turned around, came back up, barking, barking, barking. This went on for about five or ten minutes until we finally got the dog out, closed the church doors. But <laughs> I think it was an omen because to this day, even when I talk to my sister, she says to me that that was an omen and she never should have got married. She never should have married. And she stayed with her husband. They've been married 45 years, but it's been a pretty tumultuous t- 45 years. She didn't take the, the, the hint. She didn't get the hint back then. And, of course, on the day, it was probably a bit too late, but mm. she still says to this day when we discuss the, her, you know, marriage or if she's ever got any problems, she gives me a ring, you know, and we talk about, oh, you know, whatever, and she says, ah, oh, that prick, you know, I should have never married him. I, that bloody dog, I should have I should have taken the notice of that dog on that frigging wedding day. I still remember it, and I'll never forget it. And I think they actually got it on, on um, film. But, and the old VHS. They, they didn't buy a German Shepherd puppy afterwards? No. No, okay. no they, right. they didn't really have dogs as yeah. such. But, oh. yeah, I mean, wow. two kids later. Yeah. But she still says to this day, I should never have freaking married that man. She <laughs> listen to the dog. Mate, uh, yeah. I've said this An once. An a-hole to me all my life. Oh, I've yeah. said this once. I'll say it again. I love my husband more than anything in the whole world, but if a dog told me not to marry him, <laughs> I would listen. <laughs> Producer Luke is here as well. I've never loved the internet more than I have the last couple of weeks because it's doing my job for me. I've only just really discovered artificial intelligence or AI, and it can do anything for you from writing your assignments. Kids, get that sorted out. Uh, <laughs> Don't to, do that. To also changing the music world. And today I have for both of you an artificial intelligence music quiz. Songs you know and love artificially put together with famous voices. So you just tell me who this famous person is singing this famous song. It's as simple as that. Let the song play a little bit. Let's enjoy these melodies and buzz in with your name once you know, starting now. Back beat, the weather's on the street, let the fire in your heart is out. I'm sure you've heard it all before, but you never really had it out. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do. It's so familiar. Yeah, it's so familiar, familiar, but I can't quite put my finger on it. I tell you what, guys, it is not fake news. It is Donald Trump. Oh, really? So they got people that don't even sing. 
Well, of course, these are just famous voices. Never no, said they were the singers. last time it was all singers. Well, you know what? I like to change things up, okay, Annabelle. All right, all right. Let's... Second famous Can voice. Can you give us a clue as to who the famous voice might belong to? No. Next one. Throw <laughs> him like a grease country road. Take me home to the This place. sounds like donkey. It's Eeyore. It's not donkey. Not Eeyore. But yet, you're not on a bad line. Maybe it is a cartoon character. Oh, come on. I said it's, so it's not Eeyore. No. Oh. Maybe. No. Oh, for goodness sakes. You guys have never had any fun in your life. It, of course, is SpongeBob's best mate, Patrick oh. the Starfish. Yeah, Patrick, yeah. Is it harder? I thought you guys were going to nail this. Obviously not. Next one. No, you didn't have to stop me so now. Oh, Cartman. Cartman, South Park, covering. How do you say this bloke's name? Goat, yeah. Got ya. Got ya. Yes. Cartman covering Goat. That's yeah. unpleasant. I was going to say SpongeBob. Well done. One more. <laughs> for Why not? Born to sing this song. But I oh, maybe. So when you go, oh, no, I know, go. It's not your is name. Is it Tom Hanks? No. No, Luke. Luke. Barack Obama. That is 1,000% correct. Last score wins, like in a game of touch with the boys after <laughs> you school. You want anything to avoid me winning Luke. anything. You did it's that to all. yourself. Last try wins. Luke, congratulations. The rules change. The, the goalposts change. <laughs> I hate it here. It's boring Thank if you. they don't. I have decision fatigue. My husband has decision fatigue. If I could make any of these meals for dinner tonight, which would you pick? Okay, number one, Greek salad with steak. Number two, roast pork. Number three, chicken tacos. Are you not coming to trivia tonight? No, I'm not. Sorry. That's a good way to tell it. Um, Here's the thing. Roast pork during the middle of the week is illegal. Yeah, but this is the thing. You can have it for a few days. Well, not till Sunday is roast day. What? There's no rules. Roast day can be every day. What? Sunday roast. Sunday is roast day. No, Sunday is just also roast day. You can have multiple roast days. How dare you? Sunday is roast day. Are you really that much of a hater of joy that you're going (laughs) to roast to one day of the week only? Roast pork is only a Sunday meal. Okay. One, triple, three, five, three. Queensland, I'll spend an hour on that. Roast pork. Sunday. Lamb Monday, Chicken Tuesday, yes. Beef Wednesday. Have That's roast an every day. Have amount a, ve- of meat. a vego one, which is like That's so much time in the or oven. whatever. Matt, if you can make a roast, make a bloody roast. Every too. day, there is oh. nothing better than roast pumpkin, hands down. Yeah. Therefore, I'll do whatever I can to make roast pumpkin Disgusting on any food. day. Made by I the just... devil. So I can't have a roast tonight because you have some dumb rule can, that doesn't exist you from can, anything. But you're going to hell if you do. <laughs> Queensland, call in. I don't care Protest how long we this spend horrible on this. rule. Now, Albert and Chinchilla, you are live, so no <laughs> F-bombs, please. Roast debacle, what do you got? Roast debacle? Yeah. Mate, I'm cooking one now. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Wednesday, you're joining AB down below, Albert. Are you serious? I am serious. You want to know the whole lot? Roast, pumpkin roast, everything. Everything's roast. You're going to roast in the fiery pits of hell. If hell is where roast is, honestly, send me there now. (laughs) I will bake 
and gravy. Oh, I didn't even know he broadcast a chinchilla. So shout out to the legends. The best there. area, watermelon oh, festival. It's excellent. All right, You've up next. Never been to that. To the Chinchilla Watermelon Festival. Why would you have gone to the Chinchilla Watermelon Festival? I like festival? a good time and I like a roast Show any day a of photo. the week. That is BS. <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. I want to ask you the question today on 13353. What is something that is more expensive than it should be? Now, you could argue everything in the grocery department at the moment, but there has to be something specific that stands out. And every time I go to any of the shops, Coles, Woolies, you name it at the moment, I have no idea how these have been hiked so much. I am lucky. I have Queensland's best beard, so I don't have to use them that much. But we all use these, one part of our body or another. How in the hell... A razor heads. I looked yesterday. It was forty bucks for four attachments. Forty dollars wow. for razor heads. The razors themselves bad enough. You're spending. What do you shave? That's not your face. What do you need them for? Oh, AB, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you'd say ears because yeah, that's now I use the I use the electric clippers on them, but I just I cannot fathom. You know, uh, every woman shaves their legs, or some weird hippies don't shave their armpits. But you're all using razors. Every man is using a razor in some capacity. How can we justify forty dollars for a couple of mm. razor heads? And the worst thing too, have you ever heard of the pink tax, where they say that every woman's item is more expensive than men's for no reason? Like razors, I often buy men's razors because they're cheaper than women's. So if you're paying 40 bucks, you can guarantee the women's ones are 60. I thought they were all unisex, so that's blown my mind. I had no idea you used different ones. Well, they've got like female branded ones, you know, the Venuses and whatnot. Oh, okay. Gillette yesterday, $40. One triple three five three. What have you seen that is more expensive than it should be? I mean, mine is definitely female sanitary products. Right. Like, it's insane how expensive they are now. You know, 10 to $15 for yeah. a pack, and you've got to buy them every single month. Yeah. Some people just cannot afford it. It should they're not they're made cheaply and they're expensive. I tried to buy my they should be free. a bra the other day. I thought it might be a nice romantic gesture. Oh my god, for a couple of bosom cups, it was eighty five or ninety dollars. I told you about this. I used to have to go like and save to buy new bras. Yeah. Hundred and fifty bucks a pop minimum for me. How are they that much? Because oh, like normal bras, ones. no, 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 not even. Like you can go and buy a bra from Kmart. It'll cut into your shoulders. Yeah. It doesn't fit properly. If you go and get a properly fitted one, yeah. if you're over a D cup, right. yeah, 100 plus bucks. One triple three five three To you, Queensland, what is more expensive than it should be? We've got razors and razor heads. We've got bras. What else you got for us? Live across Queensland, live on the listener app to Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. The question today on 13353 is what is more expensive than it should be? All Queensland rentals could fall under that, uh, but, <laughs> but in particular. The cost of living? Uh, yeah. Uh, razors and razor heads at supermarkets are obscene. $40 for four razor heads. All right, I'm going to have to grow, grow them out on my legs. I, I, I wouldn't blame women. For the sake of budgeting. We're going to find women with hairy legs right across the state because they're just too expensive. Yeah, absolutely mental. We did get a message, by the way, at Rush RQLD, if you want a message in from Ash. He said, double mm. A batteries and dog beds. Dog beds are disgraceful. Particularly How much is a dog bed? I can't I, relate. Mine sleeps on mine. We paid, oh, I don't know, 80 bucks for an average one. And they tear them apart oh, uh, within yes, a minute. Yes, they certainly Woeful. do. Woeful. All right, yeah. let's go to Townsville. Darren, what's more expensive than it should be, mate? I, I think laundry detergent and laundry powder is ridiculous. Actually, so true. What's the cost nowadays? 
Oh, it's up around 30 bucks, 40 bucks, same as the razors. I mean, yeah. like, if you want to pr- pretty yourself up, take a nice woman out, it'd be like 100 bucks before you even get out of the shower for some nice clothes and a clean face, and then you'd be eating the $3 bloody lasagnas from the frozen section. <laughs> you can't so, afford out of that. Is there a chance, Darren, the way the world's going, people like you and me are going to obviously grow out every piece of hair on our body? I mean every piece of hair and, <laughs> and have a- dirty clothes. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. I've got a pretty wicked bloody goatee going at the moment. It's Congratulations. All the way down between yeah. my boobies. But, yeah. um, but so the thing with the razors is I, I kind of get it because if you actually look on there, mm. which, I mean, it's always been paid and cost so much, but if you look on the packet, mm. you get about, oh, it's like 15 shaves out of each head. You've got to boy math that. Maybe for you, Darren, when you have something that mirrors the Amazon downstairs mm. like I do, it is one He'd to break two a shaves. Mower. Yes, 100%. Okay, Clifton Beach now. Sarah Jane, yep. can you tell us what do you think is more expensive than it should be? Uh, dishwashing pellets. How much is a box now? Because I, I, I must confess, Sarah Jane, I said my husband because I don't want to think about the cost of living, and he manages so to like, buy them. It's like $40 or $47 for about 100 of them. So it's about $0.50 cent each. So every wash you do, it's $0.50. Cent. Oh, okay, I tell you what, and this is no by no means sponsored content. Sounds Clifton like Beach it. is in Cairns, right? Aldi's Correct. coming soon. Game changer. What do you mean? Yeah. They sell cheaper dishwasher, Hopefully. detergent, Do washing that. powder, everything. Yeah, well, it's so like I've actually come from cheaper. Canberra and I oh. miss Aldi desperately because it is a lot cheaper for stuff like that. How long, and this doesn't help with your price problem, but just to reminisce, I used to live in Clifton Beach. Sarah, how, how long have you been there? Uh, only this year. So we moved up from Canberra in January. It's quite you, a climate change. Have you been to the Murano's fuel there? Because I swear, and this is a topic for another day, it's the best servo food in the state. Um, yes, my daughter loves it. Oh, it's a game changer. It's a game changer. She's going to have to cut back on that with the cost of dishwashing tablets, so I tell you what. Well, I think it's one or the other. If she hand washes, she can have the greasy chicken at the servo. <laughs> Works out water, well. Just water, no liquid detergent. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elias. You know when the best get better? For example, it... I'm the best-looking man in Queensland. If I was to somehow get even more what? aesthetically pleasing, you'd think it's impossible, right? That's well, why they put you on a non-visual medium as a job, idiots, because you're so handsome. Idiots. Anyway, let's look at the very best mental health charity in Australia where you head to gotchaforlife.org and find lots of tips on mental fitness, and then they add something just delightful. Uh, the big boss man at the helm there is Gus Wallen from Team Triple M as well. Gussie, we'd love you to tell us what you guys have added this week. Yeah, no, it's been something we've been working on for a long time, guys. It's called the Mental Fitness Gym, and it basically, it's free, will always be free, will never cost anyone anything, and it's going to turn into an app soon that you can walk around with. But if you get your emails to your phones, you can get the tips as well. But basically, those invisible muscles, those muscles that you just can never see the ones going in on your head which are so important to us and make so many big decisions for us we need to work on those we need to work on those emotional muscles so we've started something called the mental fitness gym it takes you about a minute to sign up and you will then be given daily tips and tricks on how to deal with the type of stuff that life throws at you so building your mental fitness uh, working on some emotional muscles and we can do it for absolutely nothing Gussie, you're constantly travelling around, touring, meeting people of Australia and particularly in Shout Out, taking time to visit the regions because we often get neglected. How did you come up with this idea? Where did the uh, sort of the idea base itself from? 
Well, I reckon initially I kept talking about mental health and people just sort of got turned off by it and were sort of thinking, well, that's pretty negative and mental health's got a bit of a bad rap. It makes you think you're down the bottom of the pile, makes you perhaps think someone else is worse off than you. So I started using the term mental fitness and then once we worked about mental fitness, we said, well, you know, fitness normally is worked out on a, in a gym. So mm -hmm. why don't we call it the mental fitness gym? And, you know, you get smart people, AB, all together, uh, you know, passionate who are keen to make a difference and eventually you come up with this stuff and normally the simplest stuff's the best. So that's what was the starting idea. And then obviously the tips and tricks are stuff that we've learned over the six years, plus talk to some really smart people out there. There's lots of videos on there that can help you with certain things as well as, like I said, a daily dose that will be sent to wherever you want it to be sent to, to help you sort of build your emotional muscle and work on that invisible muscles that we tend to collect. Gussie, I actually signed up last night and I did the little questionnaire thing and you yeah. get your answers on maybe some areas that you can work on personally, how you can get there. And then it takes you to the tab with the videos. I noticed you got a whole bunch of, uh, you know, people involved and experts there. Who, who yeah. are these guys? Yeah, well, basically, well, Lane Beachley, obviously, you know, seven-time world surfing champ. She's worked a lot on the mind and how she sort of deals with that type of stuff. Maggie Dent, who's one of the greatest parenting experts in Australia. She's got a million books and so many people that love her. She's actually got a, a podcast on the Listener app at the moment as well. People like that who just want to help out, you mm -hmm. know, they don't, don't give them a bean for it. Just thank them um, for giving us their knowledge. So we thought a few little videos that works for some people. Other people like getting text messages and, and sort of written text as well. So there's a whole little different ways that you can get the information you need depending on what your, your preference is. Gotcha for life. Uh, if you want to build your mental fitness, head along to their website. Join the gym absolutely free. It'll take you a couple of minutes to do that questionnaire and away you go. Gus Wallen, love you, brother. Appreciate your time. Hey, I love you guys as well and all your listeners. Just get on board and... Uh, Build that emotional muscle and let's get through all the type of stuff that life's throwing at us. Make it look easy with sports bet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.